The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is chiefly our Gospel reading for today from John chapter 12, and especially these words. Nevertheless, even many of the authorities believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ultimately, everyone is looking for the approval of someone else. They all want to be showered with glory. And we can say that's even true of Jesus, the very Son of God. And ultimately, there are two kinds of glory that one can seek. They can seek the approval of the ones that are in the world, or they can seek the approval of the one who created the world. So today we must ask, which kind of glory did Jesus want? Did Jesus want the glory that came from man, or the glory that came from God? Now that might seem like an easy question, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. After all, on that first Palm Sunday, it sure seems like it was an event crafted for Jesus receiving the glory that comes from man. Before Jesus even got to Jerusalem, people were buzzing about his arrival. After all, some of the people that would be in that crowd that day were there when Lazarus, a man who had been dead for four days, was raised from the dead. And others that would be in that crowd, well, they had at least heard the report of that event and heard it told in such a matter-of-fact way that they believed it had to be true. Oh, the talk had been growing for some time that perhaps this Jesus of Nazareth was indeed the Messiah that the Jewish people had waited for so very long. And when that man, four days dead, came out of the tomb at Jesus' command, well, all of that talk now seemed so likely. If he could raise the dead, he must be the one. And so the people gathered along the path where they understood that Jesus would soon be traveling they gathered palm leaves to wave, just like they had done a couple hundred of years before. That last time, a heroic man had come in and cleansed the temple of every pagan thought and ruler. Perhaps even before Jesus got there, they rehearsed some of the chants that they would sing when he did arrive. And when he finally came, we can say they certainly did everything in their power to shower him with their praise, with their honor, with their glory. Yes, they wanted to heap their glory upon this man who they hoped was the Messiah of God. And so they waved those palm branches they had gathered. 
They sang their chants at the top of their lungs. Some even took off their cloaks and placed them onto the ground, lest the Messiah of God would dirty up his holy feet with that dirty dust. Oh yes, on that Palm Sunday day, Jesus was surrounded by the glory that comes from man. It seems quite certain if he would have simply commanded those crowds to follow him into battle and to take up swords, he would not have had to do much at all to convince those around him. The people were certain that day that their king had finally arrived. Finally, it was time to march into Jerusalem, get rid of the Romans, and finally live underneath the reign of a true Jewish king again. For not only had this Jesus done miracles, not only had he taught with an authority that no one else had heard for a very long time, but now they watched as he rode in on a donkey, just as the prophet Zechariah of old had predicted. It was all so perfect. Now the Pharisees, who would not believe that Jesus would be the Messiah, they even had to admit that something was going on. When watching that whole spectacle, they said, Look, the whole world has gone after him. Now perhaps these Pharisees were trying to insinuate that the people that followed Jesus were simply the commoners of the world who could be taken in by any shyster. But regardless of what they meant, even they had to admit that those people there on that day were ready to follow Jesus wherever he directed them. We're told that even the other religious rulers that day began to believe in Jesus, but they would not admit it. Why would they not admit it? Well, John tells us why they would not admit it. Because they love the glory that comes from man more than they love the glory that comes from God. They were afraid that if they revealed their true beliefs, well, then the Pharisees would make good on their promise to kick out of the synagogue anyone who followed that Jesus of Nazareth. And they knew that if they were kicked out of the synagogue, well, then almost by rule, they would have the approval of no one. And they loved the glory that comes from man. They loved the approval that comes from man. No, they could not even admit the belief stirring up in their heart, lest they lose the favor of man. So what about Jesus? Which glory did he truly want? Was he seeking all that glory that he received there on that Palm Sunday day? That glory that comes from man? John is explicitly clear that he did not seek such glory. The fact that he received the glory does not change the fact that he was not seeking that glory first and foremost, if at all. After all, Jesus was quite aware that the glory that comes from man is rather fickle, to say the least. For it's at least reasonable to assume that some of those who were chanting Hosanna on that Palm Sunday day, later that week, would add their voices to the cries of crucify. 
Jesus made clear whose glory he sought. After all, he knew that he wasn't riding that donkey into Jerusalem in order to go and sit upon a plush throne. He knew he was not going there to be showered with the praises of men. He knew instead that he was riding that donkey into the town where he would be beaten and mocked and sent away to die. He knew that his throne would be that splintered cross and that his crown would be that one of threaded thorns. And as he pondered all of this, he said the words we heard in our gospel reading. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Well, it is certainly true that Jesus took the path to the cross willfully. We should never act as if he took that path ignorantly, not fully understanding all of the pain and torment and shame that laid ahead. He knew well that no longer would it be palms flying in the air, but it would be fists flying in that space instead. It would not be cloaks placed on the ground to protect his holy feet, but instead it would be his own clothes that would be thrown to the ground and given to the winner of the cast of the die. The chance would no longer be Hosanna to the son of David, but instead the only songs that would be spoken would be chants full of insults and lies and half-truths, sang in horrid harmony. And yet amazingly, Jesus simply said, Father, glorify your name. Yes, he wanted the glory that came from the Father. And he knew that the only way to have the approval of the Father was to go through with the plan that the Father had crafted so, so long ago. He would only truly have the glory of the Father once he was hanging upon the cross. He did not value that glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. So what of you, child of God? After all, in our gospel reading, Jesus makes it quite clear that the way of the cross and suffering was not something that Jesus alone would suffer, but that everyone who followed him would experience as well. He tells us that we are not to care for what the world thinks, but rather to look forward to that last day when God will honor us for serving Christ. Yes, he tells us that we are to be ready to lose our life in this world in order that it might be saved for eternal life. But which do you truly want? Do you want the glory that comes from man? Or do you want the glory that comes from your Father? Let me ask you, would you rather be well regarded at work? Or would you rather be well regarded in the halls of heaven? Would you rather have the attention and admiration of that member of the opposite sex? Or would you rather be assured of the loving, watchful eye of your good Father? Would you rather have your name in the newspaper or perhaps be featured on the latest smartphone app? 
Or would you rather simply know that your name is written in the book of life? We must admit that receiving the glory of man is so addictive. For having the glory that comes from man often means more money, more friends, and more pleasure. Having the glory that comes from the Father does not forbid any of those things, to be sure. But Christ is honest when he tells us that those who follow him will also know at times a poverty of spirit, isolation from others, and true pain of many sorts. So which do you truly want? Don't just trust your gut today, but examine your life. Are you more concerned with how your house looks if someone were to come over than you are about whether your home is filled with the word of God during the week? Are you putting in so many hours to chase that dream career that you don't have time to stop and help your neighbor whose life seems much more like a nightmare? Young people, are you willing to put in countless hours in order to be lauded as star athletes, but scoff at any time that you're asked to put into your Christian formation? The truth is this. According to the flesh, we all love the glory that comes from man. We desire the glory that comes from women. We would love it if the whole world would go after us and laud us. Let us not lie this day and act as if it is not so, but rather instead truthfully confess this to our God. For God is waiting for us in order that we might turn to him and live. For as we will celebrate in the rest of this week, we know that what Jesus predicted in our gospel reading would go down just as he said. Jesus, in seeking the glory of the Father, indeed was lifted up upon the cross. And while he did not do this to receive glory from man, he did do it for the sake of every last man and woman. Having been lifted up, this day, this very day, he seeks to draw you now to himself. He wants to remove the darkness of your sin and shine his wondrous light into your life. He wants to shine that light so brightly that you can rightly be called sons and daughters of light. You see, upon the cross of Calvary, God glorified his Son. And now he offers you a share in that glory, totally from grace alone. If you want the glory that comes from God the Father, well then come this day and every day and this holy week to the cross. For it is there that Jesus was glorified for your sake and for your salvation. It was there that he showed just what kind of king he had come to be. And it is there that you will receive honor from God because of what Christ has done. So now let us begin to walk. We walk forward to the cross with Jesus in our lives and in this holy week. Amen.